Hello, everybody, and welcome back, or two, with the tea with crema. I'll be one of your hosts today. My name is Chris, and I'm joined by my best friend, Emma. Sorry, guys, we're doing another flipperoonie in terms of time. So Chris is recording in the morning, and I'm recording at night. So, you know, it takes a little bit of getting used to. But what's up, y'all? Tee-hee! It's lots of fun. Today's episode is getting ready for all of the fun summer questions that Emma's really been dealing with on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and YouTube shorts. And, you know, she's a viral star and she just keeps getting all these questions about her wedding. So today we're here to really put all the rumors to bed, (laughs) to really just like address all of the misconceptions and the theories out there. I know the fans have theories and so today we want to address those theories and be really clear about what's happening. Isn't that right, Emma? Yes, all the theory eerie eeries. <laughs> <laughs> but before we start addressing all these rumors and gossip, we have to do our tea check. So Emma, what you drinking tonight? I am drinking another puka tea. This is the nighttime tea. I don't know if I've drank this one yet, but it has a dreamy bed of oat flower, lavender, and lime flower. It smells really good, but I'm not trying to drink it. Oh, I can infuse for up to 15 minutes. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Have that real ready. I know. I feel like it might actually put me to bed, so I'm not trying to drink it just yet because by question, by the last question, your girl might not be awake still. (laughs) Back here snoring and stuff. It's all good. What are you drinking today? Today, I have a tea from Tiny Bee Tea. That's the name of the company. It's so sweet. I know. And it is an oolong tea with papaya, apple, apricot, natural flavoring, and red rose petals. So just kind of like a nice little morning blend type tea, nice little oolong with some fruit. And um, it was okay. Ah. The fruit actually wasn't as strong as I would have thought, considering how many fruits. And I saw the like fruit pieces in the mix, but it wasn't as strong as I thought. Also, have you tried the puka love tea yet? If it was in the sample pack, it has not come up yet. <laughs> ah, because I recently got that one. They started selling it at H-E-B, and Good. that was the one. I really liked it. It truly, really, it was nice. I have it at work, so it's not going to formally feature on the tea with crema, but a little shout out, you know? I've tried a little yeah. puka here and there. Oh, a little puka, a little puka love. <laughs> hmm But yeah, this one was kind of disappointing. It's fine. It'd be like that sometimes. That. All right. So, Emma, we're here. Thank you for coming on to our show today to address all of these um, rumors and misconceptions. This is a Tea with Crema exclusive, so (laughs) no other podcast, magazine, YouTube, social media influencer will have access to this information. Um, We'll be here. We're releasing it first. So, let's get started. I think uh, one of the first questions on Instagram was... Did you uh, move to Japan and now you're getting married to hide a baby? Like, do you do you have a secret baby? Is that what happened? Um, last I checked, no, there is no secret baby. But you know, back in the day, they used to send away women. <laughs> so this still kind of feel like this still kind of feel like I went to go see my aunt May <laughs> in the countryside <laughs> for nine months and they came conveniently. Back. 
Gave back hella skinny, snatched it did. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, the recording only gets from, like, the chest up, so anything could happen out there in Japan. Who knows? Imagine? Oh, God. That'd be such a nightmare. Um, no, I am not pregnant. But, yes, I did move to Japan, and I think in person I've been engaged for a week. Mm. I have been engaged Literally, like, virtually. right before. Yeah, because I was scheduled to leave... On a Tuesday, Isaac proposed a Friday, like, not the Friday immediately before, but the Friday before that. So I was mm-hmm. literally engaged for, like, 10 days, if that. Um, and then Christmas, got swept away. Yeah, it, it went really quickly. Like, I got engaged, I found a dress, and then I literally hopped on a flight. Because I was expecting you to get married this year, um, and knew that it was going to happen really quick and I wasn't going to have time to find a dress. But, as everyone knows, move-in was pretty stressful, so I decided to put a hold on that. Isaac was finishing up his degree. He wasn't really able to lend as much of his voice as I would have liked, um, as he would have liked as well. There was also a 14-hour difference that we were battling with. Um, So yeah, which brought us to our current situation, which is... Nope, still no baby. That's that. That was a really long-winded question. To no, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to make sure that we address that for all of our listeners that she did not get pregnant and then was whisked away to Japan as like a, a secret way to hide the baby. To hide the baby, even though There's... you know it's. I'm 28 years old, so hopefully it wouldn't be as scandalous for me to have a child, <laughs> especially with my partner of 11 years. <laughs> At this point, people would be like, oh, wow, finally, like, good job. <laughs> Plot twist, it's more of a scandal. It's been this long. People are like, wow, really? Hmm. So, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately for the fans out there, there is still no baby. You will have to wait another Sorry. few years. Who knows? It's, I don't even know if it's on the table. <laughs> you know, it, the tea, it might be the tea with baby <laughs> five years from now, but who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so our next big scandalous question is, are you out here trying to have, you know, turn of the century, big old wedding with all the people, all of the luxury, all of the items? Or is Homegirl out here trying to like courthouse it and dip out on us? Like what's happening? You know, as much as I love a good soiree, yeah, this year I'm actually just going to have a small little elopement, a cute little courthouse situation because we are just trying to get Isaac into the country. And so, again, like I was originally planning to have like the big old wedding. I just wanted to kind of get it over with, which I also realized was not the attitude I should be going into this with. I should not be saying like, oh, let's just get this over with and get married. Um, it really should be kind of like really thought about. And, you know, I wanted this to be like a wedding to celebrate us and everything. So this year we are planning to go to the courthouse. Next year we will be officially like getting married in front of everyone. It'll be more like a vow renewal. Um, But yeah, this year it's just we're going to be whisked away and then I'll be whisked away in the night again. And who knows, maybe this time next year your girl will be pregnant. Um, Gregnant. Pregnant. Ooh, then you could tell us we could have a whole episode about having a baby in Japan. Oh my gosh. Yeah, which like, I think apparently according to my current size, I would be considered like a morbidly obese patient. So yeah, there's like a whole bunch of nuances too. I have a coworker who's currently pregnant right now and she's like 
um, she's like currently the same size as I am and they were like, yeah, you actually have to go to the US because we're not sure how to help someone like you. So yeah, so she's currently having to go back and give birth, up, you know, back home. Yeah, it's a whole thing. There's like, um, there's a lot that goes into being pregnant in Japan and like expectations about being certain sizes. So I've heard like really good stories. I've also heard really horror stories but this is not a baby story this is not a baby episode this is a wedding episode <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> well now we know she's getting an elopement it'll be tiny at the courthouse so if anyone wants to join us at the courthouse they might try to stop us but <laughs> it's fine if there's enough of us you know we could just all walk in it's it's okay we'll put everything on hold that day no more business to be held, handled at the courthouse on that day yes yeah so small small ish wedding <laughs> does it mean there's gonna be a honeymoon or is the honeymoon like you're moving to Japan, Isaac. Like, that's the honeymoon. <laughs> that's the tea. I know. So that's what everyone keeps asking. They're like, oh, where are you guys going on your honeymoon? I was like, Isaac's moving to Japan. We can't afford a honeymoon at this point. Um, yeah. So right now, there's going to be no honeymoon. Maybe next year there will be. Because I keep trying to, like, put off that this is, like... I know that we're, like, officially going to be married in June. But at the same time, I'm almost, like... I feel like this is low-key going to be our engagement this upcoming year because we didn't ever got, get, like, a in-person engagement. Um, so I keep not trying to put, like, so much emphasis on this, like, current situation where we're just going to the courthouse and they're going to have a small dinner afterward. I, yeah, I just, like, keep pretending that this is, like, just for official reasons, which it is. It is just for official reasons. But, you know, not all of my friends are going to be there. Not all of the family I want is going to be there. Um... And so there's that issue. So it's really exclusive. So like if you got an invitation, just know that like it's exclusive. Exclusive. You're one of less than 100 people. So, you know. Mm. And the whole world. I'm just saying. There's like however many billions of people in the world. And so if you got an invitation, I'm just saying it's real exclusive out here. (laughs) You should feel honored. We got A privilege. In case anyone was wondering, I did not get an invitation, so <laughs> there's that. Uh, one out of, you know, a hundred invites. Also, he's kidding, guys. He did get an invite. Tickets are just, like, heinous right now. Also, gas prices. I just don't want to think about it. Like, I'm just hoping the world settles, or hopefully we don't hit a recession in the next year, because I cannot imagine what the wedding industry is going to look like. Maybe it'll be good. I don't know, but I'm mm. not trying to put that energy into the world. I'm already stressed as it is. I don't need another stressor on top of that. So talking about expensive tickets and costs and all that craziness, let's talk about it. Have you noticed any significant changes in the wedding market in terms of costs? Because I know some people plan their wedding for like years, like they plan it for years. And so I'm just curious. I know yours is a bit more recent, like your timeline is a bit shorter. Like, so I'm just curious if you've noticed a, a change in prices and fluctuations. Cause when I tell you everything is more expensive, everything. So I'm just really curious. Yeah. So like I, like Chris just said, you know, like, like you just said, I haven't been planning for very long. I was always under the intention that my wedding would be hopefully 10000 or less. And I just never really knew how little that would actually get me. I thought like, oh, 10000 is like a very healthy budget. Like, I'll be able to, 
you know, do this and this and this and 10,000 is not a healthy budget. Um, I think it's a healthy budget for myself. That's actually way more than I would like to spend. But I thought like, okay, maximum, that's how much I'm going to spend. I luckily have had a coworker who most recently got married in December. And so we were kind of going back and forth. We were, you know, talking. She also got married in Michigan if I'm not mistaken and so she was like yeah you know like we were like oh 10,000 is like our cap um you know she's a teacher her husband is also like somewhere in like the education world as well and so when she was like I didn't realize how little wedding that would get me I was like girl yes and she's like someone that's coming from a small-ish family versus myself I think I just had unrealistic expectations as to what I could get for that amount of money um and so I do know, though, that because everyone kind of feels like we're coming out of this, like, quote, unquote, post-pandemic world, that, like, weddings are getting more expensive because before it was, like, you could invite 200 people, but, like, ho like sh hope that only 150 are going to show up. So, you know, you're only paying for that much per head. Now it's like, oh, no, 200 people are showing up. Like, however many invitations you're sending out they're getting read and they're getting received and people are showing up to the weddings because they're hoping for a sense of normalcy, which then per head, you know, at the dinner, it drives up the cost. And then we have, um, you know, we got to pay people for their services, right? You got to pay people for their f photography services, for their flower services. I also didn't realize that when you say wedding in front of everything, it drives up the cost immensely. And so some people are like, oh, maybe I could just say like, we're having a banquet. But then as soon as you show up and it's like a wedding, the people at the venue tend to like not, they tend to look down on that because there are certain preparations, which I'm like, are there certain preparations or is it literally just because of one that you just drove up the costs? I guess it's probably one of those, like once you've dealt with a few bridezillas in your life, you just kind of automatically are like, no, it's just going to be more expensive because you might be a sensible bride. But they literally have whole shows about people <laughs> who are not yeah. and are super high demanding and high strung. And I think there's there's a little bit of a, a culture around wedding planning and, you know, getting called a bridezilla. And yeah, I mean, it kind of it makes sense for someone to automatically like up the price because I can't imagine preparing a location, getting everything ready in order and then someone shows up and is like, actually, I want this because this doesn't look the way I wanted it to in my head. So we're changing everything. And yeah, no, there's only so many times that I'm going to deal with that before. No, y'all going to get a surcharge just for this being a wedding, just in case y'all do something crazy. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing too. So like with this like culture of being the bridezilla, there's this culture of being you know, kind of like a nightmare around your wedding. I also know that there's also a stigma around certain like states in the US and specifically like Pacific Islander brides and things like that, Pacific Islander weddings. Um, there's certain hotels that just like won't house us. <laughs> there's like certain things that we do at, at Pacific Islander weddings that like certain venues are like, no, you can't have that. So there's an there's also kind of an issue with that too you know I try not to mention like oh we're you know a Tongan and Samoan couple and we're doing this because I know that there are some places that would be like oh no 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 that's not gonna happen here friend so um yeah <laughs> 
so there's like there's just like different nuances you know and then there's also like there was that whole show about like um you know like my big fat gypsy wedding which was like they were they would show like stigmas on there as well that like people would say like oh we're you know we're travelers and blah 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 and like wedding venues would be like no you guys can't have your wedding here so you know i think there's just like certain cultural things that happen at weddings that some people are just not down with um some that are like decidedly so like yeah okay that is a little problematic (laughs) have you gotten the axe yet from any venues because of being a pacific islander no but like i know that like certain hotels won't allow certain things so like for example like we when we dance for our cultural dances we put body oil on ourselves body oil is just like really hard to get out of things like i understand why they don't allow us in there it's hard to get out of linen it's hard to get out of you know like it makes the floor slippery it's kind of just a safety hazard so there's certain places that are like okay if you're gonna come here like you guys can't use the body oil like you guys can't do that um y'all can't be wild and out here you know causing a ruckus and things like that so i've heard i've had i've heard of certain hotels being like if you're gonna have it here like it has to be like a western wedding almost um and they don't say like oh it has to be a western wedding they just say like oh no body like no baby oil (laughs) and like no doing this like no bringing in your own food that's also a big issue too is because like i think it's just like a health and safety standpoint right you Mm -hmm. can't be bringing in outside food and then people get sick and they're like oh i got sick at this hotel like no you didn't get sick at Mm -hmm. this hotel you got sick at eating this outside food maybe Mm -hmm. possibly you know and so it's like i understand the legality of it but it's just like at the same time you're like where where can i celebrate (laughs) like how can i celebrate in the way that i want to but no we have not gotten the axe i also don't freely mention it um so i'm not sure if i did if we would get the axe so that's something you can celebrate at the park yeah they can have all of the baby oils and the foods exactly and it's all your fault. You take it all on. Which I have noticed because, like, because we have such big families that we do tend to do it, like, at parks, at, like, outdoor places, um, like, just places that we won't feel like will, you know, act certain things that we want part of our wedding and certain traditions. Also, it just, it's just a lot of pressure to be in a formal setting and space. Mm. And I think it depends on, like, the vibe that you're going for. So if you're going for that more formal suit and tie type wedding then yeah outside probably isn't the space for you but i also know that in texas i've seen all sorts of i've seen on the internet all sorts of different weddings and i've been to a few different vibe energy style type weddings most of them have been more like outdoorsy and thusly a little more dressed down ish Mm -hmm. what do they call it especially a texas um formal yeah so it's just kind of like, did you wear pants? Because <laughs> it's, I mean, honestly, trying to have a wedding outside in 100 degree weather, I'm not wearing a suit. Yeah. You're trying to kill somebody. Like, yeah. That's how you pass out and literally die. Not even like fake die. That's You real die on that. Not even like a cute like, oh, it's like heat stroke. Oh, no, they dead. They're dead, dead. <laughs> now we got to call the ambulance. Like, then we got to uh, feed them. Like, that's uh, a whole got to pay for their plates like no it's a whole thing and so i think i don't it really depends on the vibe like i could imagine doing like the super formal thing but i could also imagine having like a park ceremony yeah and like i've seen all of the above you know i've had cousins that got married in the park i've had cousins that got married really formally i've had cousins that got like married in that like in the way that texas has texas casual you know hawaii also has like they call it like your aloha wear which is literally just like shirts shorts 
and a nice Hawaiian t-shirt, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like buttoned down. And that's like completely fine because again, weather-wise, I'm not about to make my uncle who's not used to wearing slacks wear slacks. That's not him. <laughs> not for an outdoor thing. And so it just depends on what you're going for. Because some of it, like people do the formal weddings because it is a once-in-a-lifetime type event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Thusly, like, yes, we are all going to be a little bit uncomfortable because it's a presentability thing where some people are going more for, yes, it's a once in a lifetime event, but the core is I want everyone to have a really good time. And if you know that the people that you're bringing are going to be like ridiculously uncomfortable, why force it? So yeah. you might as well do something that everyone's going to like truly make memories at as opposed to something where you like make memories in a picture frame. Yeah, and it, everyone, everyone just feels like forced and stiff and not enjoying themselves to the full. And I think then, like people talk about it more that way, right? Like, oh, do you remember that wedding when we had to like show up in this dress code and like things like that? Like, I know that I've had cousins who got married in like really nice settings, and everyone's like, "Who do they think they are?" You know, everyone's gonna talk regardless, right? Everyone's gonna mm-hmm. talk if it was a really nice wedding, if it was a really casual wedding, like everyone's gonna have an opinion and it got to that point too while we were planning that everyone did have an opinion and it no longer became Isaac and I's opinion where I was like no this needs to stop like Isaac and I need to regroup and we're not on the same page or it felt like we were very much so on the same page but we had to get our family on the same page um Mm -hmm. even this like casual thing that we're having right now with like the courthouse it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and I'm like guys like the original intention of this was literally just to have dinner and now it's like this whole thing and so I understand it just being traditional in terms of like our hierarchy of where Isaac and I are in our family he's the baby like he's the last he's the last sibling right he's also the last grandson of his first cousins however many of them that there are same thing with me I'm like my dad's last daughter not that that I don't think it means anything but (laughs) I'm also, <laughs> I'm also low-key my parents' favorite, like high-key, both of my siblings would tell you. So I think that there's also that nuance as well that we're kind of dealing with. Um, and, I'm the la- and I'm the last granddaughter that's fully named after my grandma. So there's a lot of things that come along with that too. So if you know anything about like Tongan and Samoan culture, like we have really big families, we have really big weddings celebrations are always really large this one is very intercultural because Samoans do their own thing and Tongans do their own thing so like trying to figure out how are we going to mingle both of our cultures um has been really interesting as well in Samoan culture the woman um of the partnership you know she typically dances a couple of traditional Samoan dances one of them is like with a knife I said no knives because somebody might lose a finger uh Tongans also do their own you know type of thing as well we also have our own different cultural dances um depending on like the families Tongans have a cake ceremony where they basically make like 21 I actually don't know how many cakes it always just feels like there's so many cakes but you basically gift a cake to the important people so like I don't know how they decide who's important I think that that would be up to my dad's oldest sister to decide that because she's kind of you know our cultural guru in type of in those sorts of situations but also at the same time my dad has like say to be like no because he's the head of the family so there's like lots of things that are going on that we just kind of have to be respectful of 
at the same time I want to be respectful of Isaac and his family's culture as well and like what they want to bring to the table and what we want to bring as part of this intermixing of our families and so like I'm not the first Tongan to marry into their family Isaac's oldest brother is also married to a Tongan and so I was like okay how did they do it and then they're like we eloped and I was like wow that seems to be the answer right now it's just elope <laughs> but at the same time I do want to have this like celebration because Isaac and I have, have been together since we were kids like we've been together for so long like why not celebrate that um you know everyone's probably thinking to themselves like dang finally but at the same time I just like want to honor the fact that we've been together you know and have been you know and have been fortunate enough to love each other for the past 12 years so uh, long story short this has been a very trying time <laughs> um but it has also been such an interesting time trying to figure out like like i feel like this has been our real like test of are we able to compromise like are we able to come together that's a lot yeah i but feel like i just an- talked for like five minutes sorry <laughs> There's just a, that's like a lot of fun. I, maybe that's where Brazil has come from. Cause as you were thinking about it, I was like, no, I could understand why, A, first of all, that like false implication of like, no, you're just being like an assertive woman, no longer like being beholden to all of these additional unasked for opinions. And when you finally like put your foot down and be like, no, I'm not, I don't want your set of flowers that meant all this because your family, da da da, and this, that, and the other. And I don't want to have your foods because, it meant so much at your wedding and I have to somehow appease you and just like, I could see how someone could be interpreted to be that bridezilla when you just finally are like, no, I want peonies and we're going to have ribeye with potatoes and there will be a string quartet in the background. <laughs> like when you finally make those decisions and like people don't like them and just like, oh, she's such a bridezilla. And it's like, no, I just wasn't having your wedding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and which is one of those Again, like, Isaac and I were very intentional in the fact that we were like, okay, like, if we, like, if we, like, him and I pay for all of this, like, we're not accepting any other opinion, right? Now, if someone and if our parents were to be able to help us and be in a position to help us, obviously, they would get some kind of opinion, right? Um, And so, fortunately, you know, this upcoming celebration, my parents have helped. So, anything that they want to do, I'm like, yeah, sure, you're paying for it. So, like, you guys can put in what you guys want to do. Whatever I'm paying for, like, that's what I say. I have a say. Which then, it's kind of like that slippery slope, though, because going into this next wedding or this official wedding, you know, I'm already starting to see, like, what happens. And, um, you know, I'm fortunate enough that my parents are able to help and our parents are able to be in this place to be able to help us because so I know that that's not a reality for a lot of people um but again you do have this like figuring out like okay you what do you get to have a say in versus like what do we get a say in and so that's kind of been one of the things that we're trying to come to terms with is like okay do we need the financial help that comes with opinions or do we need to just like do it our own way but that means like no help from anyone but in my defense, I also believe that, like, if you can't afford it, you shouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. So does this mean I can, like, buy my way into, like, manipulating parts of your wedding? Sure. If you like, are I can, putting... I want to buy, like, oh, I want to play this music all night, so I'm going to buy the DJ. Like, exactly. You're, like, yeah. they're, like, little auction-off little items. Like, you have a little <laughs> Emma wedding auction. It's, like, ah, wedding dress. Who wants to buy it? I'll wear whatever. <laughs> oh, that would be so much fun to, like... I'm just auctioning off pieces of my wedding and like 
people get to do all the different things and that ends up being like this hodgepodge of People. What people wanted out of your wedding. And it's just like, hmm, did this work? I don't know. We'll I see. I that's like kind of from what I remember with helping my friend plan her daughter's quince. Like that's low-key what happens, right? It's because you have like the padrinos and madrinas that are of different things, right? So like you have the one that's in charge of the dress. You have the one that's in charge of the shoes. You have the one that's in charge of... And I think that that's like a beautiful way to approach things. But at the same time now you're in charge of this, so you have the opinion on that, right? A lot of times they do ask, you know, the quince, what does she want? But sometimes it doesn't happen that way. So, I mean, I would personally, I mean, I guess I'd be okay with it. But I do know that there was, I remember when social media was starting to, like, blow up, like, you know, at at one of its peaks, goes to peaks and valleys. But there was a couple that was monetizing their wedding. They're like, we will be the brand sponsors for your blah if you pay for this thing for our wedding. So they're like, oh, Facebook, you want to pay for our dress and then put a Facebook ad on my dress? Like, go for it. You want to do this and like pay for our honeymoon and like put your name on it? Whatever, you know? And so I thought that that was such like an interesting way to approach it. Now, you know, it's kind of we're getting into this conversation around privacy. Like now these people's wedding pictures are owned by these companies forever and ever, which in itself is whatever it's a bigger conversation um but i thought that that was like i was like that's so smart yeah like heck yeah i would do that snapchat y'all wanna pay for this like (laughs) Mm -hmm. because like my wedding pictures y'all can post wherever now my like birthing pictures that would be no those are private (laughs) that's not gonna be sponsored by anyone like that that's all free free uh free from all of those things we're not auctioning off uh birthing or child raising but the wedding is just like cool post them wherever it is what it is like it's a wedding it's nice and it was free 99 so and like how many brides like and how many weddings do you know of that are just like on pinterest living there for the rest of eternity because one person saw it on the photographer's website and then they kept pinning it and Mm -hmm. now it's just living in perpetuity anyway so like why not monetize that boom such as that's that social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like final hopes and dreams that you're just really almost almost non-negotiables, but like more on like the dreamy, hopey side? So like technically, mm-hmm. if they didn't happen, you would be kind of like, oh man, but it wouldn't be like, uh, the wedding's canceled. Yeah. Um, I think mine is more emotional. Like I just don't want to lose the essence of what this wedding is about you know it really is just a union of Isaac and I's family and I just want to keep that at the center I think that once I start if I start falling into this trap of like okay now I have to do this like I'm obligated to do these things and now I have you know I'm feeling this way about these sorts of things I just want to enjoy the process that's what was happening when I was planning in October I just wasn't enjoying it anymore and that's when I knew that I was like this is not going to be a successful wedding if I'm not 100% committed to this and like enjoying the process because then I'm going to take those bad feelings and those bad vibes and it's just going to follow me throughout the wedding and this shouldn't be a stressful time you know this shouldn't be a time when I'm like near tears every time I have to plan a different aspect of it um so thankfully you know with this like mini ceremony which I almost like it's almost like a dress rehearsal (laughs) for the main thing I have not felt super stressed I felt more stressed with trying to get home than I have with the experience itself. So I think my hopes and dreams for this wedding is that A, you know, everything goes off unhitched. I think unhitched, is that correct? Everything goes off without Without a hitch. hitch. There you go. There we go. That's it. That's the word. Without a hitch, you know, and as much as like things are going to happen, things are going to happen. 
and so I just at the end of the day I hope that we have you know a healthy coupling and that our union of our families is just goes off and you know we come together and celebrate this love so what I'm hearing is that in an unorthodox like approach to weddings your rehearsal dinner is a year out so <laughs> if anyone has any like juicy drama or confessions now's the time because you know in all the movies it's always at the rehearsal dinner where oh, all of the drama comes up so just note speak now or forever hold your peace because it'll be too late by the time we get to the ceremony because i do not believe in crashing weddings but i do <laughs> believe in crashing rehearsal dinners <laughs> Because I will not hit a wedding guest, but I will hit a bee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Or we could start like a, a dance battle between your families and then it turns into like a blood feud. And it's just like, ah, blood must have blood. <laughs> what is it? Justre? Justre and Justrao? Yes. Oh, ah, Alexa. Ah, she deserves <laughs> All better. over that dance battle. Mm, mm, mm. He just popped lock and dropped it too hard. Too hard, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, if y'all hear about some of that blood and, and whatnot, just just know. It wasn't meant it was to me. be that way, okay? It was also because <laughs> he paid for that portion of the wedding, so that's why he was allowed to cause this at the wedding. All the problems, you know? That was me. It's very well orchestrated. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh, so any final thoughts on weddings before we move to our rapid fire questions? Yeah, it's not for the poor, y'all. I am financially poor. <laughs> it is not meant for us. Like these big old weddings are just not gonna happen. I don't mm. think that you should go into debt for a wedding, but that's just my own personal feelings. <laughs> yeah. Not for one night. Literally one night. Not even metaphorically. Like, it's literally... Literally. One dinner. Yeah. In one night. Oh, my gosh. Well, if that's the case, it is time now for our... Rapid Fire Questions! Woohoo! So, I did not prepare a wedding-themed Rapid Fire question. It was just something that came up conversationally recently. But, you know, I love a good breakfast. And a big part of, like, a good weekend breakfast are the breakfast pastries and desserts and, like, all of those fun things. So, my question is, pancakes, waffles, French toast, cinnamon rolls. One is on the chopping block to never be seen ever again. French toast. Same. Without, like... Sorry, that hesitation. I, feel like, I feel like I feel like I'm sorry. I feel like you were like getting to the dramatic part, but I was like, oh, I already know. It's French I toast. Know. I do not like French toast, and it's so funny because like my mom made French toast all the time growing up. My sister loves French toast. My nephews love French toast. I could do without it. I think it's sometimes just kind of like it's a textural thing. It's just eggy bread. Yeah, like I don't get it. Like, are you savory or are you sweet? Make up your mind. I was telling Shemaine about it. She was like, that was not her choice for elimination. Do you know what she eliminated? Cinnamon rolls. She eliminated cinnamon rolls. When I tell you, I almost had to like... Shocked. I was gagged. I... Oh my God. I almost had to turn off my phone and start the again. The was almost over. No, I, I like, love cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. Like, oh my gosh. They go with everything. They go with a cup of milk. They go with coffee. Like... 
What's dinner, breakfast, lunch, snack. You want a cinnamon roll? Have it whenever. You know, uh, it was almost waffles. I'm not gonna lie. Same, same. Especially waffles Belgian waffles. Mm. Oh, that's the those kind big, I like. thick. Uh, it's so bready and just like uh, I can't. Mm-mm. It has to be done correctly. I like my Belgian waffles very crispy. I also like. I'm not a thin waffle person unless it's and y'all can like come after me unless it's ego waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Even with my Lego, my Ego, it has to be crispy. Like, it's almost burnt, y'all, when I eat it. And pancakes... Emma like, eats almost everything burnt. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. It's it's because I like the crispy texture of it. I think that's what it is. But even, like, in terms of breakfast pastries, I'm not really, like, a big, like, pancakes person. My favorite pancakes are from McDonald's. So, <laughs> I feel like this is not... I'm not one to have a good opinion on this. Although, I do like the French toast sticks at Burger King. Those hit. Thank you, everyone, for coming, for listening to this episode. She just said her favorite pancakes were from McDonald's. We are done. The tea with crema is over. Um, we can't do this no more. She said McDonald's. Okay. No, like, uh, this is like series finale. It's like <laughs> season finale. <laughs> it's done. I can't be out here with my name attached to these opinions. What? She said maybe, McDonald's. Maybe. Maybe McDonald's will monetize me and pay for my wedding. As much as I drop them here, honestly, they should be for all this free sponsorship. It's kind of rude that they haven't offered yet. Honestly, what the heck? Oh my gosh. So what is your question that you have for us today? Is it wedding themed? It is not wedding themed either. It was actually a question that I had seen. I think it was on TikTok. And I was like, this question will break friendships. Okay, are you ready for it? If I tell you we have a meeting at midday... And can we move it forward by two hours? What time am I asking you to move it to? 10 a.m. It was at noon, right? Yeah. Moving forward. It's forward. Why would it be two? No, that's, can we move it back to two? Can we move it forward by two hours? Like, it's 12, so forward from 12 is two. (laughs) No, that's backwards from 12. Doesn't make any sense. So would you say, can we move it backwards? I would say, can we move it back to two? I wouldn't say backwards to two. I wouldn't say forward, first of all. I would say, can we move it up to ten or back to two? See, and I would say, can we push up the meeting to two? Or, like, to, can we push it up to ten? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, push so, up. So. Up. Forward. Up. Forward. Up and forward are not the same direction, though. So, yes. That is the exact same question. <laughs> Thematically, so, they're the same. <laughs> Isaac and I got into it, too. He was like, yeah, so we're moving it to 10. And I was like, no, we're moving it to 2. <laughs> I was like, well, now this makes sense why our Netflix dates are always confused. Because <laughs> I'd be out here like, can we push it back an hour? Exactly. Back. Push it back an hour. I'm going to move it to 1. I still oh say God. move it forward. I would say 2. Mm, you literally just proved yourself yeah, wrong. I did. But no, when I first heard the question, it was so funny because when I first heard the question, I was like, yeah, two. And then I went into the comments and people were in shambles, just like, <laughs> they were like, 10 a.m. And they're like, they're like 2 p.m. And I was like, yeah, 2 p.m. And people were like, you're saying that you were literally going to move it forward. And so I was like, yeah, so it's 12 o'clock. So move it forward, like move it towards later. Uh, oh my gosh. Y'all can't tell something. As long as no one was out here and said six. <laughs> Just like, wait, what? I'm sorry. Some, they were on some Islander time. They were like, oh, did you actually mean 12? <laughs> you see, I originally thought that you meant three to begin with. And then two hours really means three hours. So six. 
Oh, man. Yes. So. Well, Emma, so. where can people find the podcast? You can find our podcast on Instagram and Twitter at The Tea with Crema. You can also find us on YouTube at The Tea with Crema. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, you can find us on Venmo at The Tea with Crema. Stream us anywhere that you stream your current podcast. And we hope to see you next time. Bye!